episode 74 of This Developing Story. All right, finally back again. Back on the saddle. It's ironic that I, back in April, I focused on the title being back on the saddle after 18 months of having a podcast recorded but never shipping it. Uh, I'm here to talk about my developing story, and this is this is what this podcast is about. So uh, I'm going to just provide, uh, moving forward, I'm going to provide some personal updates and some professional updates, and um, we'll just go from there. So in the last four months, uh, a lot has happened. I had every intention to start up this podcast and get it off the ground. Uh, I got quite sidetracked um, with something that I've been working on the side, one being Twitch streaming. Um, I actually had a whole pitch at the end of my last podcast, but I cut it because I wanted to try to figure out what I wanted to do with Twitch streaming. Uh, so my thought was to have interviews and guests come on, which is something I started doing um, right off the bat and had a couple people from OneGraph. Also, I had my coworker come on and I taught him how to do some basic JavaScript. And that's all available if you go to the Open Source uh, YouTube channel. Well, I guess I gotta say, I've been working on Open Source as well. So if you go to Open Source Pizza, you can see the project I've been working on for quite some time, which I actually have not even mentioned on this podcast, to be quite honest, because it didn't exist until I stopped doing the podcast. Um, but what I'm getting at is that that same interview style that was happening on Twitch that ended up getting moved to GitHub's Twitch. So twitch.tv slash GitHub. Uh, it's called Open Source Friday. That's been what I've been really working on for the past couple months is actually getting that off the ground. Uh, I'm a big fan of open source. Uh, I think everybody should... If you're a developer, you don't have to contribute to open source or do open source, but I think it'll be a, it's beneficial to your career. Um, it's beneficial to having that access to members of the developer community that's not directly on your your engineering team, your day-to-day -day team. I also realize it's not feasible for everybody to do open source all the time on the weekends or in your evenings. Um, so I'm trying to build a way where it's it's easy, it's approachable, it doesn't take up your nights and weekends. Like you could do some open source while you're working. Uh, and that's that's my goal uh, through open source. So I highly recommend if you if you have a chance to check it out, well, wander over to opensauce.pizza. Uh, I am looking for information. Uh, I think I'm going to set up some um, some testing um, and uh, customer feedback uh, on the site itself, uh, just so I can get feedback on thoughts and people approaching it. I think some of the best feedback I got was this like this flat out questions on why would I use them. And if I zoom back a bit too, as well, because I didn't get a chance to talk about this on the podcast. Open source is a project that I built to manage my open source projects. Um, and when I say open source projects, what I really mean is my open source contributions. Now, these are always, these are like uh, projects that I find through email newsletters or I use day to day. And I find some like nuance or a feature or a bug and, or I find some issues that I just wanna contribute to. I, my problem is every time I go to contribute to something, I forget where it's at. I forget how to approach it. Uh, I don't know how to approach it. So my goal is to basically use open source to take notes of these projects. Yeah, pretty much keep track of the contributions I'm looking to make. So that's the whole baseline of the project. It was a project I built for myself. I never let anybody else use it. I did not open source it. Well, I did open source it the entire time because frankly, GitHub charged for private repos and I didn't feel like it would be a private project or it was a good enough project for it to keep it private and worry about people not seeing it. But uh, what I'm getting at is uh, it's open source through and through. 
the actual project itself is built on top of a GitHub, GitHub repo. Um, so when I say that, when you log in to open source, you log in with your GitHub account, and then that GitHub repo gets created, and then all the data that you're storing is being stored in the GitHub issues. So uh, it's a bit clever in the way I approached it. So I highly, I, I hope that you'll you'll check it out, uh, give it a try, uh, and give me some feedback too as well. We have a Discord. If it's linked up in the header of the actual site itself. Join the Discord, uh, ping me, ask me questions. Uh, give me ideas too, if you have ideas for how to make it better, or if you just have flat out questions and why I would even approach it this way. Uh, those are all valid, just don't be mean. Uh, so with that being said, I originally this January had the plan to work on open source at during work hours. So my goal was on Fridays at GitHub, GitHub is my, my current employer too as well. Uh, that's something I mentioned last, last episode, but uh, didn't really get a ton of detail about. Yeah, I work at GitHub now. And on Fridays, like since we're all rem remote, Fridays tend to be a pretty light day, uh, pretty slow. Those are the days I usually catch up on emails, catch up on anything that people are waiting to hear me from me from. Uh, and if I don't have any like long-standing projects, I tend to have a good amount of time on Fridays just to tinker with some code. And what I wanted to do is rather than this randomly tinker on things, I wanted to actually leverage that time to contribute to something consistently. Like since I work at GitHub, I should probably contribute open source. A lot of open source is on GitHub. And I had this project I've been working on for the longest time, which open source. So I figured, let me just go ahead and revamp it, which I did last year. I got um, some UI. Uh, learned how to do some UI with learnui.com, I think. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave a link in the show notes for the actual tool I use to learn how to use Sketch and build UI. So all the UI you see in open source uh, is stuff that I developed from my brain. Uh, I didn't pay anybody for it because I didn't feel like I should pay somebody for the UI. Uh, I actually, at this point, I feel like I should because I'm not, not pleased with it. But what I was getting at is I just wanted to get something out there and usable. And that's what we have today with open source. So... Uh, I built a community around it. We're roughly about 105 users. Um, we got about a, a little bit less than that in the Discord. People chatting, asking questions about open source. Uh, and that's pretty much where it's at. And uh, I'm super proud of the, the project today. I'm super proud of the people who have contributed to it since January, since I've sort of just started cleaning it up and picking it up. And also, I'm super proud of the community that's been growing around there, too, as well. Like, I've... I, I've been doing streaming on Twitch every Tuesday and Friday, in addition to Open Source Fridays, uh, for my personal sort of consistency of writing some code. And uh, it's been great to see the community sort of grow around it. I think I roughly have like a, a hundred and something, 120-ish uh, Twitch followers, I think. I might be a little more than that. But anyway, um, I've got a good amount of people following me on Twitch, which I did not imagine be a, a, a thing. Uh, and people who show up uh, every week and just ask questions and ask what I'm doing. And I think Twitch is an interesting platform, which I'll transition into talking about where I personally have did not imagine like the, I, I tried. So basically I, tw I tried Twitch uh, about two years ago and I didn't quite get how to approach it. Most Twitch users were gamers uh, and they're using Twitch to sort of show off their gameplay and have a community around the gaming, the, the games that they're playing. And when people started writing code on Twitch, I, t I started taking notice and the way I approached it was I was like giving conference style talks, like a little lightning talk first. And then I would just like read documentation and then write a little bit of code. Uh, it wasn't great. And luckily Twitch doesn't actually keep any record of that after 60 days for prime members, two weeks for non-prime members. And um, 
so I got back on the, literally back on the saddle of Twitch, uh, just to try this whole thing out. And uh, I was actually really pleased. Uh, I've actually enjoyed the experience. I've done a lot of work to make the Twitch stream uh, a little more cutting edge. And um, yeah, it, it's great. And yeah, I'm not, I think I'll probably be doing this for probably the indefinite future, unless I, you know, unless I get back on the, the plane and start traveling more and it becomes more inconsistent. Uh, I don't actually envision me getting back on a plane and traveling to conferences every month like I was doing before. At, at one time I was doing every week uh, when I was working at Netlify, but um, I'm finding that Twitch is the place where I would normally have that consistency and communication with other people uh, through conferences, through meetups. I'm actually doing that on Twitch. I'm not doing as much um, going to random meetups on meetup.com anymore, uh, despite the fact that they're online now. Uh, I just find that less engaging at this point. Like, uh, I think now with conferences and meetups both being 100% online, I don't see myself taking time away from my family to sit in front of the computer for another 30 minutes or another hour. Uh, this doesn't seem feasible. And I'm, I'm curious of what's going to happen with the conference space and the, the meetup space. I think what is feasible is me taking a couple hours out of the day during the workday to go to a conference or a meetup. But my nights and my evenings uh, just doesn't seem like it's the, the place to do conference attendance as well as meetup attendance and build community again. So I'd be curious to see what other people think. Uh, if you have thoughts, uh, hit me up on Twitter, uh, on BWO on Twitter. One more thing I wanted to mention too as well. In addition to the Twitch, which I, I highly recommend, twitch.tv uh, slash bduggyyo, uh, you actually just go to my website, Bduggy Live. I've got, I, I've got a new website and I'm basically putting all my efforts in streaming and current activities. I think previously I've always done BrianDouglas.me as my blog and the central place to point to this podcast and everything. Uh, but what I'm going to do moving forward is actually to add this to uh, Bduggy Live. I should probably keep a link in the footer. Uh, for the podcast, uh, so that we can keep up to date with what I'm what I'm working on. Uh, one other thing is that in addition to the podcast, I've started a YouTube channel, um, and I think the easiest way to find it is YouTube.com/I like robot, and the name itself is a uh, yeah, it, it's a name I use for one of my side music projects back in college. I, I don't have any more explanations of the name. But because I've had that YouTube for the longest time, and it's like my personal YouTube, it's linked to my actual Gmail account. Until I figure out how to change the name, that's going to be I Like Robot. It will be the uh, the URL itself. Um, the channel itself just got my name, Brian Douglas. Uh, definitely check it out. But I spent some time working on these videos, um, Get Action Traction. So if you're interested in GitHub Actions, uh, I'll be doing some short videos to help you get traction within GitHub Actions, uh, which I owe the community quite a few more. Um, so hopefully I'll do like two or three this week and start putting those out weekly. And in addition to that, I'll be doing some how-to video content. I think a lot of us in DevRel are sort of migrating to Twitch or YouTube to basically validate our presence and validate our existence um, in this space. Uh, so it's been interesting watching the transition uh, from constant co conference engagement activities to now we're engaging our own communities uh, through these other mediums. Uh, if you could head over to YouTube, also keep a link in the show notes, uh, youtube.com slash I like robot. Uh, the latest video I have is how to, how to craft your pitch. Um, part of the reason why I spent so much time in 2017 and 2018 on stage and at conferences and doing workshops and meetups is through this one secret sauce 
uh, one piece of secret sauce uh, uh, for getting your conference abstracts accepted, which I'm gonna go in way more detail. I sort of just gave a taste, um, which is that, that first video, um, how to craft your perfect pitch, um, which goes in the details. I'll save it for you to, the listener, to head over there and check it out. I appreciate you listening to this developing story. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a ride. I, I'm definitely gonna try to keep back on this, the, the the quote unquote saddle and uh, start chipping these on a regular basis. I'll try to do uh, one video and one podcast a week, and we'll see how that goes. Thanks for listening to this developing story.